This is a HeadGum Podcast. I was in an Uber the other day. Uber. And my driver was so incredibly nice. Oh, that's nice. And um, and he said, what do you do? And I said, I'm a comedian. And I said, what do you do? He said, I'm a musician and I, I just moved out here. And I said, man, you're so nice. I would love to check out your music. And then I checked it out and it was like the most... Uber Uh-oh. driver music. <laughs> Wait, can I just tell you really quick, Mike? And I and I'm gonna need you to forgive me before you continue. Sure. I just started recording our video. Right That's okay. Now. I haven't said anything. Okay, great, great. Good, okay, yeah. great. And I, we also haven't said welcome to dynamic banter sure. or anything like just that. Just imagine okay, we great, said great, all great. that. Okay. So I was so listening to, to it, it yeah. and I was like, it's so that that it's like a really clever writer wrote that. As a social experiment. Oh wow! Like a comedy, or like yeah. like a like a sat- satirical take on mixtapes and shit. Yes, <gasps> fire albums. Yeah, and then I gave him all my information. So if he's listening right now, I listened to your whole album. Man, is it? How do and you that's feel? Not a lie. <laughs> how do you feel about? And there are some songs I don't hate. <laughs> oh really? Is that true? Yeah, but it doesn't. But mean not it's hating like... it means it's yeah. It just means you can tolerate it. Uh huh. Um. I uh, Owen Owen uh, had a, an experience recently here in the in the complex in the apartment complex uh, with a neighbor we have who is um, he's kind of like a loose cannon he's like a scary loose cannon Uh-oh. and um, it's not dog guy is it it is dog guy it is dog yeah, yeah. dog guy is a loose cannon oh yeah, yeah. that's bad news. I know I know oh but that definitely explains why his pets are the way they yeah are. exactly yeah it all comes together yeah. Um, but and he's Owen, the sponsor this week. He is the sponsor this week. Uh, loose Cannon. Well, <laughs> go, to, go to loosecannon.com slash banter to get 10% off. Uh, it's his live journal. Adderall. Uh, yeah, it's his live journal. <laughs> Today I was angry so and I didn't know how to take it out. So I killed one of my eight dogs. Um, still got eight somehow. Still have eight somehow, yeah. Because the dead one seems to be alive still. Yeah. Um, Alive enough to eat my food, <laughs> uh, but so Owen used to live pretty nearby here. Yeah, um, and uh, he he met this guy when he lived pretty nearby here, and he was like, "Thank God, this guy lives pretty far away." Uh-huh. And then we like moved into the building uh, where he lives. Uh, yeah. But but we haven't had any problems with him, and he's just kind of like whatever. But um, but I've heard stories, and sometimes I've heard him yelling really loud outside, and it's kind of scary, and it's like At that people? scene in Big. When Tom Hanks is, it's the first night he's like an adult and he's in a hotel room in New York. Yeah. And he hears just, like the gunshots yeah, and people yeah, yeah. arguing and he just starts crying and his head <laughs> is kind of like that. That's a, it seems like a comfortable place. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but anyway, um, Owen made the mistake of, uh, the guy, that guy asked Owen for like his email address oh. or for his phone number. Yeah. Huh. And uh, and Owen was like, I don't know how he got out of it. I'd love to talk to him about it. But he's like, he ended up just giving him his email address. Like uh-huh. it came down to just his email address. Well, I don't really have a phone. And yeah, I don't know how you get there, but somehow it worked by just giving him his email address. And I was like, you gave him a fake email address, right? And he's like, no, I gave him my real email address. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and I was like, oh, you're an idiot. Like, I was just thinking, like, you're an idiot for doing that. But then I was thinking, if he if he decides to email Owen a bunch, and then it, like, there's Blossom. no answer, then, uh-huh. like, Loose Cannon's going to get angry. Yeah, there's, he's going to trace be, that, yeah. Yeah, there could be some anger and, and then co- confrontation. And you know Owen, he's outside a lot. Yeah. And so it'd be nearly impossible to not bump into that guy. Yeah, but um, what are you going to do, fight someone over... I know, but if you're a not if you're an if you're not if you're a not okay yeah person, then like logic and reason doesn't quite. Dude, email is far and away the the furthest you could be from someone, and still communicating with yeah. that person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like numbers very intimate because you have telephone conversations. Sure, you sure. can text everybody. Texts, texts, and then it's like face to face conversation. Right. Is just about as intimate as you could be. Right. And then there's email, which is like, if we happen to see each other's aunts, we'll pass messages to <laughs> each other's aunts. That's kind of what it's like. It's, it's also one of those things where, like, sometimes people will, um, that I loosely know in, in kind of like our industry, mm-hmm. will, and, but I also, like, kind of don't wanna. I mean,. Kind of don't, want. or like you know, it's I'm just okay. or I'm Dude, just it like doesn't to, make you a bad or, person or, to not want to talk to like, somebody. Or I'm just, but that's my thing. Like I shouldn't, it shouldn't be a situation of like not wanting to talk to somebody or associate with somebody unless they're like an actual piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. then it's like that's my. Then there's no excuse. And you definitely get my email. Then you get my email at least. That's my um, old business card. But um, you get my pager number from 1997. Michael C at sourcefed.net. Um, but but like I. Uh, you know, if it's someone who's like nice and and I just maybe like no, we don't vibe or know that like you know would, there's nothing we could really collab on that yeah. like would really work out. Um, and some my move is is when they're like, hey man, let me get your number or something, and like maybe we could work on something. I'll just be like, oh dude, hit me up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I do. I say, hit me up on Twitter, because it's kind of, like, my easiest... But it's a friendly place where you could have casual conversation with acquaintances. And then, and (laughs) but the other day, uh, I bumped into this girl that I I knew, like, a long time ago, and and, uh, she's cool, whatever, it's fine, but she was like, hey, let me get your number, we could, like, do stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, just hit me up on Twitter, like... um, is totally fine. She was like, that's what you said eight years ago. No, she was like, I don't have Twitter. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, well... Wait a minute. I guess. Do you? And I was like, you know, we'll bump into each other. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bump into each other. Oh, I'm sure we'll. I'll see like, you around. She mentioned, a, she mentioned like a mutual friend. And I was like, just hit him up and like, we'll, we'll get in contact. Like, yeah, yeah. I felt like a dick sort of, but if you don't have Twitter, then like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like if especially in this industry, like you need it as like a marketing tool. Yeah, and it's the only reason I still have like Facebook. Yeah, same. Which is another thing. Same. Find me on Facebook. That was the best when my name was not my oh, name. Yeah, yeah. On Facebook was that it was struggles. My struggles. 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 Falzo. And everyone was like, "Why are you snuggles Falzone on Facebook?" Because I like weird. to snuggle. And I was like, "Because I smell like fabric something." Welcome to Dynamic Banter, guys. Um, it is April thirteenth, and I'll tell you what day it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Friday the 13th. <laughs> and if you don't know by those sounds, 
GTF. Let's get a little spooky in here. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, guys, today is Friday the 13th. And you know what that means? Uh, um, it means uh, some white dude over 30 years ago came up with a scary <laughs> date to make a mo- set a movie on. And now we're scared of it. The scariest <laughs> date on the calendar. Isn't that funny? Like, I, I've actually used that jo- I used that joke the other day. Like, because someone was like, oh, my God, Friday the... Oh, because uh, Joe's, Joe's last day at Defy is tomorrow, Friday oh, wow. the 13th. Yeah. Um, and and someone was like, "Oh my God, really? Friday the 13th? And I was just like, "The day that like some dude decided to name a horror movie? Like, yep. why does that matter? Like, why it why? Like, look, I love horror movies, yeah. and I like I fucking love horror movies, uh-huh. and um, I love like literally any reason at all to watch a horror movie. Uh, give me some reason to be scared. Like Friday the 13th is like I like I'll celebrate it by watching like a horror movie. But that's as far as my interest in the date goes. Like, yeah. I'm not worried about planning an important thing on that day. You don't invest in the juju. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. You'll take a flight somewhere. Yeah, I'll day. take a flight somewhere. Will you? I'll fly someone right now. I'll fly right now, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, I, this is how I feel about astrology. <laughs> yeah, same, same. I, I, yeah, did you, wait, you heard Lee and I talking about astrology. Yeah, and this yeah. is all I thought the this whole is all time. You I'm the whole like, time. how is being an Aquarius different than worrying about Friday the 13th? We're talking about aquariums? <laughs> <laughs> it's the age of aquariums. This is the dawning. Uh, but yeah, like I just, I don't, I don't, I don't um, uh, subscribe to the idea that that friday the 13th is like a an unlucky day or whatever like i know the number 13 is like kind of a spooky number unlucky like, things happen every day though. that's fine yeah like i know i it's fun to kind of like think about like ooh, it's friday the 13th like i would use it as like a a funny way to be like come on man it's friday the 13th let's go to dave and buster's yeah <laughs> like and fucking get we're, our, we're safe yeah yeah and get like some onion rings and that'll be scary yeah uh but but it's so stupid like i think it's kind of stupid the whole like i don't know i think it's, I think it's rather silly, actually. Rather, sure. than, I won't say it's stupid. I just say it's silly. David Buster's smells like everyone in there has their shoes off. Yeah, and are are like, like like this sound. Like when you're uh, there are tiles next to an indoor pool. Yeah, and everybody's making this sound. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it. And it's just push, I go it's in just there. air rushing <laughs> yeah. from everyone's little feet. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting though. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't just single out. David's Busters, yeah, David and Jonathan Busters. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 because I think it's like any place that's like, because dude, you know that like billiards place on Ventura Boulevard. Oh, very much so. Like every time that I don't smell like that. It smells like old car. Every pack. time I walk past it, I'm like, yep, that's what that place smells like. <laughs> like you could show me a photo of like a fucking dive billiards bar and i know i will tell you like in my head i know exactly what it smells like so now is probably not the best time to tell you that that place reminds me the most of my hometown does it really more than any of those because there's like dive bars and stuff yeah and like that's what you it's would just, do. That's just the kind of vibe. Like I don't hate it. I there's don't. Like, I don't have a problem with it. Always three eleven playing. <laughs> there's the always a box. dude with a backwards cap on. Always outside smoking. A hundred percent of yeah. the time, even if they're not open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I the other day I walked past that place and it was like eleven o'clock in the morning. Say what you're. 
say what I think you're going to say right now. Please. What do you think I'm going to say? That there were people in there playing pool at 11 o'clock in the Actually, morning. Actually, there wasn't. Okay, because I had that same Wait, thing. you saw people playing pool at 11 o'clock in the morning? I was to a coffee place uh-huh. miles and miles away, and I was like, oh, there's no way that place is open. But yeah. I looked because it has windows, and sometimes you can see if you look fat or not in the window. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I do the whole walk. <laughs> I'm like, how do I look? How fat do I look today? So I was looking Looking in. pretty fat. <laughs> P.F. <laughs> I was like a PF. What's my PF today? What am I at? Seven? My PF balance. Let me check my I, my Apple iWatch. <laughs> Your PF is at seven today. That's meme. the coolest part of having a Fitbit or an Apple Watch. It tells you how fat you yeah, are. Yeah, it tells you how fat you are today. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. shirt's dumb, Steve. You look fat. <laughs> Thank you, Steve Jorfs. Yeah. Uh, so I was walking by, and there were people like enjoying the billiards place. At yeah, eight, why not? At a uh, eleven. It's the a little strange. So what were you gonna say? Well, I walked past, and then there was this guy um, with a group of other guys who who they were going into the billiards place. So yeah, I mean, there, there were people that were about to go in they there, were conceivably to play billiards. Sure. Um, what's the difference between billiards and pool? It's a different game. Is I it think. really? I'm almost positive. Uh-oh. Oh no, I'm thinking of snooker. Let's get that b- bunkle music right. No, bunkle. Why is that? Because I would bait it into that one. <laughs> a bunkle. If, if I said, "Oh, it's definitely a different game." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just um, not being pretentious about. Yeah, it I don't, I don't know. I don't song. actually know. So I maybe there isn't a difference, but but um, well, now we deserve. The I think music. maybe billiards is the pl- name of the loca- of the name of the the step like what what's available there and pool is a game to play on a billiards table a billiard table like a casino is a place with craps tables and where you could win a billion dollar a billiard dollars (laughs) (laughs) you can go home with a billiard dollars (laughs) in your pocket a billiard dollars richer um uh so you know donald trump is a billion yeah (laughs) i've heard do you think uh, that there should be a hair salon called Curl Talk? <laughs> Curl Talk is good. Okay. Anyway, so so I walked. I was walking past the billiards place, and then I saw a guy going in with like he he had um like uh, a uh, pool cue like case. Oh, like his own thing. Like like strapped to his back. Yeah, those people are serious business. Yeah, like he ha- he's bringing his own pool cue. <laughs> yeah, like this is his lucky cue. Yeah. And uh, he he was wearing it around his back. Any and I, British people listening right now think we're talking about a fancy line. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting in a queue. He, but he had a whole pack full of his fancy queues. He was by the garage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I saw him go in and I, and I didn't think twice about it. I mean, I thought twice about it. I walked away and I was like, that's interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I guess there would be. Like, you know, there's nerds for everything and there's that's people who take stuff playboy. serious. Yeah, and it's like, that's their basketball court, whatever. Yeah. Those are their fancy shoes. That's their billiard court. Uh, yeah, and um, so I was like, oh, cool, cool, uh, whatever. I thought it was kind of interesting because I'd never seen such a thing. And then it got me thinking about how like, oh, I guess you'd bring your own pool cue and whatever. Yeah. And then later that night, I was driving, I drove past it like at eight o'clock at night and mm-hmm. that guy came outside with the same group of guys with the same thing he's on his back. And I was th- like it's the grind dude, he must've been there all day. He got so much XP. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind that he is a different he was level grinding XP yeah. than when he got in there. You're not going to get worse. 
If you if you <laughs> at eleven o'clock in the morning go into a billiards place, come out at eleven o'clock at night, you're not worse. You know what? Something. <laughs> yeah, you're not worse. Some of your relationships might suffer. I was trying to think of something that, like, no matter how hard you tried, you wouldn't get better at, even if you practiced. And I was like, I wonder if pool is one of those things. I don't think it is, but I think singing is. That's not true. Are you sure? Yeah, because you could take lessons and you can learn how to sing better. Yeah, sing. but I think. I, I, I remember a, I remember talking to Trisha about this. Uh, and Trisha is like a huge mu- musical theater nerd. Yeah. She loves musical theater. And she like tried to do like singing in musical theater and stuff and she couldn't sing. Mm-hmm. And then she took classes and said it just like didn't work out for her. I think it's an individual thing. Yeah. Because I've seen, I have a friend, Melissa Mulligan, and mm-hmm. she's in the Connecticut area and she had this school for a little while called MMVS. And she does like more like artist development now, but she was doing singing lessons forever uh-huh. and i saw her take like tone deaf people and, wow uh, really so it just maybe it depends on the teacher and it depends on if you're willing yeah, to there's like, probably a thousand there's a lot of discipline and stuff yeah but i it's i would agree that it's probably a lot harder than most things right right but i yeah i don't know they I, I, can you think of another example of I've something i've been playing basketball for a long time and you're not like you don't think oh, so great. maybe that's what it is because like, that's one of those things where i was like what can you think of that like you could practice every day and probably never be a professional at. Do you think basketball is one of those things? No. Well, never be a professional. Professional. Yeah. Because that that's what I like, mean about the singer. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. Yeah. But yeah. you can get better at both of those. Right. Things. But you could be like a professional poker player. Like anyone can become a professional <laughs> poker player. That's true. I've seen a lot of those people. Anyone can become a professional pool player. Do you just kind of need to be kind of a piece of shit to be to be a professional poker player? Right? <laughs> Like just great at deceiving other yeah, people. Yeah, you have to be good at being a piece of shit, dude. You would be. <laughs> imagine, imagine going out to oh eat with God. one of your friends. Like I just realized, you would be a great poker player. Like you got a friend who's like, I'm in my 30s and I just don't know. Like I, I nothing's sticking. I don't mm. know what my career. Like I thought I wanted to be this. I'm ruining all my me. personal relationships yeah, with like, these little white lies I've been telling everybody. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, people say I have no expression in my face. <laughs> People say that I, I don't smile often. I'm dead inside. I'm always wearing these sunglasses. <laughs> uh, maybe, I don't know. What what should I do, man? Poker. Oh, poker for sure. <laughs> but but then buy your dinner. <laughs> um, so how you doing, Mike? Good. I got a couple things I want to talk about. Go ahead, about. man. Get it. Let me get all my hey, ducks get in, in there. a row. Let me see what time we're at. Good. Get in there. Um, That's a funny expression. Get in there? All your getting all your ducks in a row it is a funny expression. who is like i know it's so weird i need before we do I'm anything gonna, important, i'm gonna look it up it's important to line up these ducks oh you know what i wanted to ask you is there a difference between tap water that we get in our apartments and when you ask for water at a restaurant um it depends on what part of the city they're in because a lot of the tap water comes from like different pipes mm. So, and it really kind of does depend on the pipes too. Mm. Like I really, and, and kind of like where it's coming from. Okay. So tap, I would say tap water in like Chicago is probably way different than tap water in LA. I'm talking LA specific. LA specific. From our apartment to like the nearest restaurant. I'm pretty sure it's probably the same. It's the same, even though it comes out of a gun. (laughs) There's no filter in the gun. Um. So many buttons. There might be a filter. Uh Uh-huh. There might be a filter where where it comes from. 
I drink water in restaurants all the time, and I always just hope it's different. So the water's sitting in my toilet right now. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think it's that different. The only I really difference don't. between that water and the brunch place is somebody dropped a cucumber in the brunch. Place. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought I've always like thought about why everyone thinks it's so disgusting to like touch toilet water, uh-huh. and it's like. I get the like I get I get the idea of like the bacteria in the bowl. Yeah. Like that's probably unpleasant. Yeah. But it's yeah, like yeah. if you clean your toilet regularly, then and and you touch the toilet water, yeah. it's kind of like I not, mean, I think it's mostly a mental thing. Yeah, it's gotta be a mental it's like the hair thing. Like I know some people have a problem with like loose hair. Yeah. Like loose hair in their food or something. Some people lose hair in their some food. Some people lose hair in their food. And uh I've always thought I mean, I think maybe some famous comedian did a bit about this, but it's like Jerry Seinfeld. Is the Seinfeld? He said like it, what, hair what is, in the shower, and he's like, it doesn't bother you when it's on your head. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't like, bother you when it's on your head, but when it's like on the, the soap, shower. it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so weird. Like, I, it's one of those things, maybe. So if you, but that's like where shit hangs out. Yeah, but like it's where shit hangs out mo- for moments. And mm-hmm. then it goes away, and it's flushed with fresh water. If there was a billiards place where you knew that every Wednesday a bunch of like Nazis showed up, would you hang out? Well, like, I, we hang out would, at. A, would you eat food out of the billiards? I mean, place? the thing is, is, we hang out at a lot of places where shits hang out. Like, let's be honest about that. There's all different kinds of shits where we hang anywhere out. we go. There, anywhere we go to have a seat publicly, there might have been a shit sitting there. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. Um. I I can't find I cannot find the meaning behind having your ducks in a row. That means somebody just started saying it and hoped that it would catch on. Yeah, it's so weird. I've had so many of those it doesn't catch on. Except for horny. Horny kind of ducks in a row. Yeah, horny. Horny has legs. Yeah, this is so strange. I can't find the origins. Getting ducks in a row meaning origins. Could we uh I mean you can Aha. Can, Imply. Go ahead. This is great. Worldwide words. What if this was the uh, the forum, the backyard chickens <laughs> forum? They knew exactly where it came. From. <laughs> where is that song? I haven't heard it in a while. Where is it? There it is. All right. <laughs> Sorry, that bit's dead, guys. You guys keep asking about it. It's gone. That's a DB. It's a dead bit. That's a DBDB. Welcome back to DBDB. That's a DBDB. Yeah. We should have, we should set <laughs> the up the DBDB Hall of Fame. A physical, like, graveyard. The DBDB. Yeah. Find we'll, a put field. The, we'll put the old lady in there. We'll put the backyard chickens. Yeah. What's another one we don't Bury do? Bury the actual old lady in there when she passes away. Yeah. This has been. <laughs> no, this has been this still around. Instead of rest oh, in this peace, is, it says this, this has been. been. <laughs> the old lady. That's actually really funny. I like that a lot. Yeah. We should do like a poster or something. A poster would be great. I was going to say a t-shirt, but poster. Yeah, a t-shirt's good too. Probably same design could go on both. Hey, if there's any of you guys out there who are quick with a pen. Um, Leo Campbell uh, writes in, what is the origin of the phrase getting your ducks in a row? Leo it, Campbell? It's the <laughs> Leo. That could be in the dead bits too. What, Leo, Leo? Leo kind of just comes Leo, and goes. It sneaks in there. It does now, sneak yeah. in. What was the uh, can't put your six uh, feet on tweets and questions? Tweets and questions would yeah, be a good tweets one. Tweets and questions. There's probably more we're not thinking of, and people are yelling at their radio right now. Don't yell at it. Um, 
it seems to be common in the English-speaking world, and I know that the meaning conveys the idea of getting one's affairs sorted, but how and why did the phrase come out this way? Why ducks? When you get them in a row, do you shoot them all with just one bullet? Why is that the first thing? Because it's always about killing animals, these idioms. I don't like that. Um, it does indeed refer to having matters neatly and efficiently organized, the answer says, and all your duties taken care of. It became known in the 1980s as a management ex- exhortation to staff. But is now a cliche. This is an early example. Be there 11 earliest, Toby had said. <laughs> 11 is already too early, George. They won't arrive till 12. It was only 10.30, but he wanted the time. He wanted to circle before he settled. Before he settled. Time, as Enderbury would say, to get his ducks in a row. A thousand percent. That example could have been way shorter. Than oh, that. absolutely. That's a too long answer. But that's that's like one of the earliest examples of ducks in a row from 1980. It says, until recently, it was thought that the first written example was only a year earlier in Stephen King's novel The Stand, with the variation to line up one's ducks known from 1978. Uh, Then Barry Popick of the American Dialect Society founded in the issue of the Washington Post of June 13th, 1932. That's insane, by the way. Is that someone... He's from the American Dialect What's Society. His name? Jerry Poppins. Barry Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Poppins daddies. He so he he's of the American Dialect Society, which is really cool. Like Wes Anderson should make a movie How about How do you get that job? The American Dialect Society. You probably have to go to college for a long time and learn a lot about the language I'm out. or languages. <clears throat> but this means that this Barry Poppins guy, <laughs> he he made it like a thing to like find where getting your ducks in a row came from Mm -hmm. and that means and this is definitely before the internet so that means he like went to libraries and shit he's like like, american pickers for phrases yeah but imagine that you'd have to like like where would you even fucking start west virginia you would probably question people you'd go to like libraries or you'd go to like professors so you'd say have you ever used the phrase get all your ducks in a row yeah okay where did you hear hear that and then you go to that (laughs) person's house (laughs) yeah then you go to that person's house forever until you could have been a detective because that's how how you do it maybe i'll just start a different job it's very interesting though that that's how they did that i mean i'm I'm, I'm only assuming that's how it's just so funny to think that one day there was like a farmer or something and somebody said hey dan you won't go get breakfast or something like that and then he looked down at his like coop and all of his ducks were like scattered around. It was like, hold on. <laughs> Can you give me like a hard three? Hey. I've got to get my ducks all lined up. Hey, du- can I go out for breakfast or what? <laughs> you going to organize so I can go out for get a mimosa? What if it's like what that? if it's like um Someone, it's like the earliest, like, recorded uh, OCD thing. And it's like... Somebody picking up ducks by the head. Yeah, it's like they've got to be in a row before I leave the house. They're arranged according to height and age. Um, Then Barry Poppins... Uh, I have to touch my duck eight times on the head before I... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) flip the switch up uh, three times. But yeah, he so he found an issue. He found it in in an issue of the Washington Washington Post from 1932, <laughs> and it said, "Can you imagine how happy he was when he found this?" Dude, I just thought of a really gross joke. Okay, I want to hear it. 
Uh, I don't think it's. Will you tell me after? Will you remember? No. Write down gross joke on your paper. And then give yourself a couple of details and we'll Go talk ahead, about sorry. it. Um, so he found, he found this in the issue of the Washington, Washington Post in 1932. It says, we have a world filled today with problems and we are trying to get our economic ducks in a row suggesting that it had been around much longer. This is currently the earliest known example from 1889. And it said, damn, this keeps going back. First it was like, it was first coined in the 80s. 1993. Yeah, here's the oldest one from 1889. (laughs) It's like, fuck you, who wrote this? That's just like every young person who thinks they wrote every joke on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Um, but here, isn't it funny though that like people will be doing this for like Twitter stuff too? Like, mm-hmm. where did Dat Boy originate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll have to find out. Um, but anyway, no one will remember Dat Boy. No, if somebody does that. It's like know your meme or something. Oh, really? Like yeah. I, I'm I'm assuming that has to be a thing. But um, that boy, that boy, frog, son of that man. Um, so this is the currently the earliest known example. In the meantime, the Democrats are getting their ducks in a row, and their ticket is promised to be very strong. The first image that comes to mind when I hear the expression is of a lower middle class living room in Britain in the 1950s or 60s, which might well have a set of three painted plaster ducks marching in a neat diagonal line up the wall. What? <laughs> what happened? They are now. Are they in that painting with all, <laughs> all yeah. the stairwells? They are not now often found. The fashion for them having been mocked out of existence by middle class commenters. Oh, I see commentators. So they're talking about um, the plaster ducks like thing that people used to have in their homes in the fifties or whatever. Um, when the earliest examples of the phrase were known, only from the late nineteen seventies. What? Oh, when the earliest examples of the phrase were known only from the late 1970s, we might have guessed that this is where the idiom came from. But now we know it originated in the U.S. in the the 19th century. That can't be true. Writers have suggested that the idiom comes from the game of pool. Oh, no. Mike. This has been? What is happening? Why does this keep happening? Is this the end? Whenever we dig into something, it always has to correlate to something we've already been talking about. What if we go outside and it's a different year? (laughs) It's 1885. We rip through and we meet our arms. What are those strange moccasins you're wearing there? <laughs> um, why is your hair so long? Wait, let me look on my phone for where we are. But my phone doesn't work. I've got LTE only, no <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> we went back to three weeks ago. Mike, I can't waste my data. <laughs> this is this bill's gonna be insane. <laughs> and then what, and then at the end of the movie, it's like we get back to our regular time, and then I get a phone bill, and it's like like three 8, trillion dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and then it rolls the credit. <laughs> that circle strikes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they're saying it comes from the game of pool, in which a ball in front of a pocket, an easy shot, is sometimes called a duck. To have a row of balls ready to be potted was to have all one's ducks in a row. <laughs> the term is known. It derives from sitting duck, but there's no evidence it has anything to do with the idiom. And everyone knows the best possible time to get all your ducks in a row is around 11 a.m. <laughs> with your, own, with your own personal cue. More plausibly, it's been suggested that it derives from the fairground amusement of shooting at a row of mechanical ducks or from wild fouling in which to get ducks in a row meant one shot could pot a number of birds at once. Dude. Wow. 
This is all about lines of ducks. Yeah. And your own cue, which is a fancy term for British a line. A line. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. I don't like that the light changes. <laughs> you know what it means, though. I know exactly what it means. Um, oh, boy. Uh, I've got a breast down here. I'm going to get a breast of this situation. Um, Can I tell you something else? No, I'm not done. Oh, okay. Um, check this out. A oh. newspaper reported an extraordinary example <laughs> of such a practice, which which you may feel requires you to suspend belief, disbelief. (laughs) This belief. John Mitchell, who shoots game for market, recently killed 42 wild ducks at one shot at his pond on Blackwater River. A massacre. This is from 1901. Mr. Mitchell's plan of getting the ducks in a row is by baiting them with corn in a long galvanized trough which is sunk at a convenient distance from his blind. Then he fires a large gun, heavily charged with shot. But I can't help a uh, feeling that it's more likely to derive from another aspect of the life of real ducks. Uh, think of a mother duck taking her brood from nest to water with her ducklings waddling in a line behind her. You got that image, Mike? I'm picturing it right now. That's an image that could have led to the idiom being created at almost any time. These two supporting usages are 30 years earlier than the idiom. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Yes, said the ducklings waddling on. That's better, said their mother. Hold on. These ducks are talking. Now they're talking ducks. What year was this? That's a great question. We'll have to dig into that after this. But well-bred ducks walk in a row, straight one behind the other. Yes, said the little ducks again, all waddling in a row. Now to the pond, said old dame duck. (laughs) Splash, splash, and in they go. And that, of course, is from... Goodrich's Fifth School Reader by Samuel Griswold Goodrich, 1857. And, of course, thanks go to Benjamin Barrett for finding it. <laughs> we got to have him on sometime. <laughs> Benjamin Barrett. Um, we wa- And then another example is, we walked in a row like ducks going to the field. And, of course, that's from the Annals of the Propagation of the Faith, volume 15, uh, from 1854, also from Garson O'Chul. You sound like, um... (laughs) History. (laughs) History. What did I sound like, man? Like when the people do the NPR. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Splash at the end of these are brought to you by. Yeah. According to President Trump's latest uh, address of the nation, I'm April Foley. And in the background, there's like, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm going to have to hold off on what you've been holding on to say to me for what seems like hours now so that I can do just a little bit of an ad read here. Make them good. Guys, um, have you heard of uh, what I like to call Dollar Shave Club? I've heard of it. I'm a big fan. 
Can I tell you a little inside info about Dollar Shave Give Club? Give me some all inside of that all baseball. <laughs> he sent us some butt wipes. Yeah. And it changed my oh, whole dude, life. Oh, dude, have you never used those? And not ones with like aloe vera. I know, you know, man. And there's some that have a minty little tinge. It's like your asshole goes to the doctor. It's like your asshole got a great little mint and it's sucking on it down there while you're wiping down your crud. It's like the dentist wiped down your crud. <laughs> It's like the dentist went in with fingers made of peppermint, and he picked off those dung crumbs one by one. Get out of here, Elmer Crud. And he pulled them right out of your pubic hair. <laughs> I guess that would be your, uh, what would that be, anal hair? I think it's the Dollar same Shave Club. Uh... Hey guys, your bathroom called. Is your refrigerator running? It's time to give it the cleaning it deserves. Hey, get rid of all the junk that's lying around. You know that your bathroom's a goddamn mess. Freshen it up with high quality products from Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> Members like me. And me. And Mike, we get everything we need from our morning routine delivered right to our door. Here's the scoop. DollarShaveClub.com will deliver everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And guess what? Dollar Shave Club, uh, it's more than just razors. And uh, it's better than just shopping in a dang grocery store looking for your dang perfect razor. Oh, is this one going to burn my skin? It would take you all day to find all the things that they could send you. Yeah. Is this one going to nick my purse? Dollar Shave Club has razors, shave butter, shampoo, body wash, toothpaste, <laughs> everything you need to look, smell, and feel your best. Guys, I'm telling you what. I got a package in the mail from Dollar Shave Club and included those wipes, which I freaking love. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. Um, it's, it's just a fancy way to treat your butt. You only get one, folks. Treat your butt. You only got one butt in that pot, in the bank. So, uh... I got, oh, you know what I got is the executive razor, Mike, which is probably what you got too. Yeah. And, um, real fancy weighted. It's handle. a weighted metal thing, and you, they, you, they send you the blades. Mm -hmm. Then you have the blades. Um, and their Dr. Carver's shave butter is fantastic. I've used it for years. Back in the source fed days, we got the shave butter, and I absolutely love it. I use it to shave my important bits. Yeah, the, I've uh, got a beard. We both have beards. It's so important this down here. But what we do is, is we get got a hair, and that'll take care of it. Um, yeah, it goes on clear, so you can see where you're shaving, which is really great. It doesn't cover cover it up with the fu of uh, suds. That's ancient time thing. Oh yeah, man, it's totally. This is shit your dad was dealing with. Were you living in your dad? No way, man. No longer are we living in our dads. And since the uh, Dollar Shave Club delivers everything to you, you don't have to set a foot in a store, damn it. Wandering the aisles, hunting for razors, shampoo, body wash, toothpaste. You don't have to do any of that. So guys, clean up your bathroom and your morning routine. Join Dollar Shave Club today, and for just five bucks with free shipping, you'll get the six-blade executive razor plus trial sizes of the shave butter, the body cleanser, and one-wipe Charlies. Those are the ones Mike and I one are talking about. One-wipe Charlies. One-wipe Charlie, baby. Thank and you. then keep the blades coming for a few bucks more a month. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash banter. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash banter. How about that? Great job. Um, 
Mike, I've got a, a quick question for you. Sorry, this I know song we're in matches the, your shirt. Thanks, man. Uh, I know we're right in the middle of a, a very important. Uh, we're talking about docks over here yeah, and yeah, pool. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about Wink. Okay, I'd love that. And I'll tell you why I'd love why that. Why do you love that? Because I'm terrible at picking out wine. Oh, man. So that's where we're at right now. There's too many, Steve. Yeah. You go to this store, the liquor store over there. Yeah. There's rows of wine. It's like a library of wines. It really is. And how am I going to pick the perfect one that all my guests are going to like that's going to pair with my dinner? Um, Frankly, it's overwhelming. Don't bring Frank into this, but I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've never been a huge wine drinker, Mike. Sure, but, uh, sure, sure. But I know that you uh, have a glass from time to time. And I've you, been you and Zoya yeah. imbibe in a glass. Um, you know what I heard about these guys. And I am also intimidated by the wine aisle. I got to be honest. Like, I don't know much about it. And yeah. I walk around and I don't know what to do. And usually I have to get the attention of someone that doesn't want to work at that place <laughs> and say, like, I'm looking for wine. And they say, um, hold on, let me get somebody else because they don't want to do no it. No one else works there. Uh, and, <laughs> and then it's just next thing you know, 30 minutes in, I'm holding three bottles of wine somehow. And I'm trying to decide which one my dad wants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so I'll tell you what, and by the way, we're calling it Wink, and you're thinking like, ooh, ding, <laughs> I know how to do that, uh, but actually it's spelled W-I-N-C, Wink, W-I-N-C, and what it like is, it's Mike, like in- have you gotten Wink wines? You've yeah, done yeah, the yeah. ad read. Yeah. And you've gotten the Wink wines. Yeah. What was it, can you explain then what your, what your, pro- what the process was like, or well, you, they- was it easy for you? They they go by your personality. And they ask you all these questions. Wow, really? Yeah, and they set you up with wines. Like they they ask you how you like your coffee. They ask you what you like to eat. They Mike, ask can you I give many, you a challenge? We exercise. <laughs> can I give you a challenge? Yeah. How about you pick a wine that you're gonna love? But there's a catch. It has to be one you haven't had before. Whoa! Now you're t- telling me uh, to. And then what I haven't had before. Yeah, man. And this is kind of like, this goes into what you were saying and I interrupted you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely a way to discover great wine um, because they select wines matched to your taste. Like you said, personalized to you. Yeah. Uh, ship right to your door starting at just 13 bucks a bottle, which is a great price for wine. I've had to buy wine for family members. And sometimes, frankly, I'm goddamn upset about how much wine costs. I've seen you upset. I'm sorry. You just, I'll squeeze my own grapes into a damn glass. I know how Thank to squeeze. Thank you sque- very much. I don't know how to squeeze uh, grapes and wait. Yeah, dog. And But now uh, Wink makes it so much easier. I don't have to do any of that. I have no work to do at all. I don't even have to leave my home because uh, guess what? There's nothing like coming home to a box of delicious Wink wine yeah. uh, selected just for you. And it's the best day of your month. Just imagine, just imagine if you went into the store and you were real like desperate about it yeah. and you asked the person at the front desk please help I know nothing about wine please help me and they did and they did a good job yeah that's what's happening yeah here. and that's every time yeah. with Wayne and you don't Which have to leave really your cool. homes um, so they, yeah they'll ask you questions like how do you take your coffee how do you feel about blueberries stuff like that are you a racist um, and then they'll totally curate a wine that's based on your taste I think that's really cool and each month there's new delicious wines um, like the insanely popular summer water rosé which I've actually seen in the in the grocery store. Rosé, that's all the rage right it now. It certainly is. It's what all the rapsters are drinking Everyone's in the club. Drinking rap. 
Um, Juice. And guess what, guys? There's no membership fees. You can skip any month, cancel any time. Shipping is covered. And if you don't like a bottle they send you, they'll replace it with a bottle you'll love. No questions asked. So discover great wine today. Go to trywink.com slash banter. You'll get $20 off your first shipment. Um, and I'm going to have to spell that for you guys because it's a little bit, you know, it might be a little. Um, <laughs> it might. That's uh, T-R-Y, try. W-I-N-C, trywink.com slash banter for 20 bucks off. Trywink.com slash banter for 20 bucks off. Trywink.com slash banter for 20% off. 20 bucks or 20%? 20 bucks. <laughs> That's great. 20 bucks. Sorry. <laughs> Trywink. Let me try that one more time. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com slash banter for $20 off. Let's get percentages out of there. Get out. We're not talking about those right now. Please, I'm so sorry if you're hearing this and you're from Wink and you're like, we're not about to put the check on the percentages make good right box. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that to me. I swear I'm making it clear right now. <laughs> I'm making it so clear that 20% was a mistake. I'm saying trywink.com slash banner for $20 off. Yeah. That's the final word. Let me tell you something right now. You're listening to this. You're a young professional. Sometimes after a full 40-hour work week, you want to go home and you want to unwind with a great glass of wine. Are you talking about unwind? Unwind. Slow wine. You want to do it with Wink. They're going to treat you real nice. God bless you, Mike, and God bless Wink. Um... How about one more just for the fuck of it? Guys, I'd rather do one more. I So would I. Um, Bombfell is a great company that Mike and I have uh, been in bed with, so to speak. <laughs> uh, I've worn some of Bombfell's uh, wonderful clothing. I've worn them to bed. Uh, I've worn several clothes from Bombfell, and I absolutely love them. Yeah. Uh, and you're saying, well, one of the, well, I'm sorry, Steve, uh, hold on now, uh, slow your roll. What is Bombfell? You're saying all this stuff to Steve. Yeah, everyone's saying it to me, and I can hear it in my head all day. <laughs> so you should, you should just tell him. Well, I'll tell you, Bombfell's just an easier way for men to get better clothes. You complete a simple questionnaire, and then you're matched one-to-one with a dedicated personal stylist. You wouldn't believe how bad you are at dressing yourself. Yeah, think about it. So let the professionals take care of it. Guess what we're giving you right now? The chance at your own personal stylist. Yeah, yeah, guys. And here's the deal. It sucks to go shopping. I've been. It sucks. I, it's, it's the terrible. worst. I've never been in a worse situation than going shopping. I, if I think back to the worst thing that's happened to me in the past three weeks, yeah. literally, like this is me, Steve, talking here and being incredibly truthful with you. The worst thing that's happened to me in the past three weeks is I went shopping. I only went to a therapist once. And all we talked about the whole time was how awful it is to shop. Um, And that's the thing. You guys hate going shopping for clothes, but you still want to look good, right? Well, Bombfell is an easier way for the boys to get better clothes, fully personalized. Every piece has been handpicked for you by your own stylist. And that's important because God knows you don't know how to pick out your own shit. I certainly don't. I've seen you guys. You come to our shows, you're outside my window while I'm sleeping, I've seen your clothes. You can't. We would just rather you be all those places looking dapper. 
Yeah, you can hang out outside my window and watch me sleep all you want. I just want you in some nice clothes. I just want you in a nice windbreaker. I want you in a nice windbreaker. I want you in some nice tight pants. It gets cold out there. I want you to look goob. Your stylist will email you his or her selections, after which you'll have 48 hours to make any changes or even cancel altogether. You don't. You said you don't want it. That's a mistake, though, because you, you probably want something from Bombfell. Yeah. Uh, but the, the point is, is you're in total control. And then when you receive the clothes, you have seven days to tell us what you want to keep. You can stand in front of a goddamn mirror for seven days straight. Only taking breaks to piddle and eat toast. Because you gotta, otherwise you're not going to live through those seven days. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want you to stare at your clothes. I want you to give it a good look. I want you to start to sweat. Don't. Don't fully commit, though. <laughs> just start it. And if you don't like it within seven days, guess what? You just tell them what you want to keep, yeah. and you send the rest back. That could be all of it or some of it, whatever. Keep more, get more, guys. In each shipment, the more you keep, the more you save. Keep four plus items, you'll get 20% off. Keep three plus items, you'll get 15% off. Or keep two plus items and get 10% off. It's completely flexible. You can receive clothes when you want and can pause and cancel at any time. Step one is you sign up. Step two is you set up your order. Step three is you get a preview email. Step four, you receive your clothing. It doesn't get much easier than that, I'll tell you. There's nothing more exciting than the preview email of how you're going to look in your new clothes hand-selected for you and your bowdy. And hey, ladies, guess what? Bombville provides an option to sign up on behalf of your partner. Do you love everything about your man aside from the way he looks? Fix it. No, I picked out some items and I wasn't sure how they were going to go. I went a little bit out of my comfort zone on some of these pieces of clothing. And I'll tell you what, I love them. They're comfortable. They look great. They're good materials, good quality. And I've been getting a lot of compliments on them. And most important of all, it was easy and I didn't have to go to a dang department store. Michael! Stay in your house for everything we've given you today. And then go outside your house looking great, feeling great. Guys, go to bombfell.com slash banter. And, uh, you know, we talked to Bombfell. We made a deal. It took a while. There was a lot of yelling, a lot of cursing. But we negotiated with Bombfell, and we got this offer for you guys, and that's $25 off. Your first purchase at bombfell.com slash banter. And I'll tell you what, Mike, uh, he, he, he stepped up to the plate for you guys. Mm. Uh, the way he spoke to some of the Bombfell representatives, frankly, yeah. frightened me. And I felt like we were going to lose them as a sponsor. Sometimes you got to change your tone when you're, when you're doing it for the audience. And when you're serious about selling a quality product and when you want to get the audience the best possible deal you can possibly get an audience... And they were like, all right, fine, Mike. You twisted my arm. Uh $25 off your first purchase. That's for anybody listening to this right now going to bombfell.com slash banter. That's B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L dot com slash banter. Hey. Hey. Guys. Hey. Bombfell. Open and clothes.
Thank you. You know what I said to Bob Bell after we came to an agreement? <laughs> what did you say? You're lucky. <laughs> You're lucky you got off light. You're lucky we came to an agreement. You don't want to know what we got from Blue, Blue Apron. <laughs> Blue Apron sent me the best clothes. <laughs> I forced them to send me clothes, and they did it, even though they don't, <laughs> they don't make clothes. They sent me the clothes that they were, have in their factory. Reasonably raised clothes. <laughs> All right, Mike. So what do you got, man? I'm sorry. I feel like I dominated most of the podcast. That's okay. This note says every song in the 90s was an Eve 6 song. Your thoughts? (laughs) Cross that off the list. I feel like it's only funny if you know who Eve 6 is. Yeah, that's who it's for. Okay. So So you're going to get up on stage... And you're going to look around and know within like 3.5 seconds. Yeah, we call that reading the room. If that Eve 6 joke is going to land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Then Most I of say, the time it does. I say keep it. It's good. Thank you so much. Um, one time Buffalo Exchange didn't accept a clothing donation on my behalf because they thought there was cum on it. Were they like, sir, this is clearly cum? They were like, um, we don't know what this stain is. And I said, that's a bleach spot. And say it's not. Did you say I swear it's not cum? I didn't, I don't know, I try to be kind of self-aware of what I look like when I'm talking to strangers and, like, younger women. Yeah. And I don't like to say things like that to strangers. You don't like to say come to strangers. I don't like to say just in case things. Okay. I don't like to give You don't want to jump to conclusions. Any kind of rope to hang myself with. And I wasn't about to be the first person in that conversation to say the word come. Sure. Where do you think the word come came from? Well, it, it comes out. Is that, you think that's what it is? Like, here it comes? This kind of um, goes into my, my gross joke from before. Because okay. you were talking about OCD. Yeah. I think I have OCD when I masturbate because I can't come unless I touch my dick like a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> my Dude, dad and so my good. friend's grandma listen to this show. So does my mom. Hi, mom. Love you. I'm very sorry. No, that's such a funny joke. That's so good. Okay, cool. That's that, really good. That's the best of the bunch. I'll keep that one. Keep that one. Put a star and get around that's it. That's better than Flo's and Bars, you think? <laughs> that son of a bitch, Lon Harris. <laughs> He's good, man. Destroyed He's my good. joke by making funny it man. way better, and now I can't use it. He's a funny man. You know, I've been playing with this fake nipple over here a lot, and I'm just not even thinking it, about it. It looks like it, when you do it, it looks like a mouse, like a computer mouse. Let me see. <laughs> Why don't you move your Counter Strike uh, <laughs> character over there? <laughs> let me let me extra nipple click this one. Yeah, uh, you know I'm sorry for anyone who's watching the video and are uncomfortable by how much I've been touching this nipple over here, but it's a it's a stress ball toy, and I got to be honest with you, I can't keep my hands off of it. <laughs> well, I just want you to be happy. Uh, this is my last point, and then I would love to do a. a history robe if we got one. Oh, i don't think we're doing those today oh that's fine then how, what are we at time wise we're at about 54 minutes okay i just want you to picture this then no we can do a history road do you think we should do a history road whatever you want to do would you like to do a history road? it's tradition i'd okay, like to I give somebody I, else you know we, a listener the chance and we didn't do a history road last week oh okay so we should definitely do we haven't i feel like we haven't done one in a while if i'm gonna be honest we haven't done history road uh, can I say one thing yes. that I want you to picture before we do that? Yeah, 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 of course. So remember the line of jokes we were talking about before we started recording? Like there's this line of maybe it's a meme technically 
where it's a song, but the only line of oh, the song. Oh, yeah, repeats over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gwen Stefani's Sweet Escape, okay. but the only line is the one about her lowest boiling point. <laughs> Okay, someone needs to make that <laughs> because I think it's really good, dude. I did a I did way back in the day when I worked at Sony when we were done with our like Jeopardy <laughs> editing. Uh, I would I would uh, is that what you were doing Jeopardy editing? Well, it was like it was like the stuff we would work on something that internally were called hometown howdies. Okay, it's stuff like that and just kind of like promo stuff that would go on TV in between commercials and stuff. Um, and one of them, yeah, I did that for a while and then I did sound design for the rest of the time I was there. Mm-hmm. But, um, one of the, one of the thing, hometown howdies were basically like each guest of Jeopardy would shoot a bunch of like, this is Jerry from Michigan. Yeah. And yeah. this is Jerry from Michigan and watch me tonight. Kill the competition on Jeopardy. Yeah. And I'd Dude, like for Michigan. Yeah. And it, it's <laughs> totally for their hometown. Yeah. yeah local. And it, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it will air on their hometown. It's pretty cool. Like it's also a smart idea. It's super Jeopardy. smart. Yeah. Cause they'll all tune in and you get all those new viewers and it's a collab. <laughs> it's great. It's a great idea. And, um, but yeah, we would sit there and edit a bunch of those all day. And, and, uh, so one time I, when I was done editing one of those, um, I, uh, you know, you know, uh, Huey Lewis's heart of rock and roll. Oh, very, very. Well. heart of rock and roll. Yeah. To... <laughs> I don't remember going like that. <laughs> it sounded like when your organs just exploded in you. Something popped in my body. Oh, no. Um, I lost one. But I took the, you know, the part where it's like, must uh, <laughs> that dream old red bean rhythm that really, really drives you wild. Dip, 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 dip. They say the heart of rock and roll. Okay, so I took the dip, 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 and I and I fucking just ran. Yeah, I just dip, 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 Say the hot That's great. Uh, I'll see if I can find it while you're talking about. Oh, it. you have it still? Yeah, let me see if I can find it. Heart oh, that's terrific. Rock Red me out. The map below was boiling point. I read me out. The map below was boiling point. I read me out. The map below was boiling point. I read me out. Because every line sounds like that anyway. So I guarantee most people won't know the difference. If I could escape, I'm at my lowest boiling point. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that even the line? What does it mean to be at your lowest boil? That means you have no patience left? You're at your lowest boiling point. I got all my ducks at my lowest boiling point. <laughs> Making a nice stew. Fuck, I don't know if, I can, if I'm going to be able to find it. Search for dip, dip, dip. Hang on. Uh, um... It's a SoundCloud rapper named Flozan Bars. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I think I found it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I found it. Oh, great. Okay. Hang on, hang on. There's more. Let's... Pause it for one second. <laughs> yeah. Whatever year was this, every song involved an older man and a younger woman singing together. Yeah, and 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 singing about 
uh, cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like a city was mentioned somewhere. Cities and eyes. Mike, if you know this song very well, you'll realize that there's a lot that's kind of messed up about it. <laughs> yeah, there's I can't a lot wait. I can't that's wait. incorrect. Okay, here we go. when you were doing oh, that. Oh, so hard. I mean, it just, I it went all around the office. I like to imagine that you were like there after hours and they're shutting the lights off and you're And I'm just laughing. Laughing. Um, all right, let's do history ropes. Okay, great. Can uh, I sneak away to pee? While yeah, absolutely. Up? Absolutely. Um, let me pull up the theme song. This one particular some... whiz brought to you by... Oh, shit. What was I'm it brought to so <laughs> Was it brought to you by, Mike? Wait. Why, by what? By pee? Wink. Wink. Got it. History. History. Okay, uh, sorry about that. Um, This History Road comes from a Katie Stephenson, and um, it's a nice and short one. Uh, Some of you guys send in some, like, real long ones, and it's like, I, I, you know, I, uh, I got to be honest with you guys. Um, it's possible I'll skip them, especially if by the time we, we're getting to this, it's an hour into the podcast. But um, man, I'm so I'm sorry. I, I am, but uh, you know, it's just uh, we waste a lot of time here talking about real dumb trash. But if you got a real short one, it doesn't have to be super short. But if you got a short one, it's more likely we'll read it um, on the podcast. But anyway, Kate, uh, Katie Stephenson. Uh, sends us a history road that's uh, the description is titled spooky scrapbook story oh excuse me I got the hiccups <laughs> Mike this one's called spooky scrapbook story oh, I like it. from Katie Stephenson already interested me too here I'll play this some, some music while we... what if she started a scrapbook and then she looked in it one day, and it was finished. <laughs> That's pretty spooky. Wow, that is a little spooky. This is Ben. Hey, Mike and Steve. Not sure if this is an actual history road or not, but here you go regardless. If it's read on the show. If it is, yeah, then it's a history road. So I was listening to your show on Friday when the earthquake hit during the show when those mics were hot. Long-time listener. Like the- <laughs> Long-time first time. First time, first time. <laughs> Like the like the ground doesn't have any respect for your shit. And Steve <laughs> called his parents, and Mike also called his dad for some reason. But when Steve called his mom, I couldn't not not help but notice that she said she was in Pomona at a scrapbook expo. Yeah, that's totally where she was. She's so cool, man. She says, I freaked out because my mom, Pauline, name drop, was there too. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you. 
Because she works for the Scrapbook Expo and she was at the show teaching classes. Um, this strange turn of events shocked me to my very core such that when I heard your amazing mother say she was in Pomona I nearly wrecked my car oh no oh Jesus Sorry, I was driving while listening to this against your direct instructions. Thankfully, no one was hurt, but I did spill a bag of chips in my car. Chip, 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 chip. Anyways, you don't have to put this in the podcast. It actually might be weird (laughs) if you did this, but that's okay. (laughs) No, it won't be weird. But if your mom wants free tickets to the next show, let me know. That's really sweet. Hell yeah. What's your promo code? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go ahead and put a star on this here uh, email. That's very nice of you. That's very nice of you. I'll I'll, uh, hit you up. Um, thanks for reading my long email where I talk about scrapbooking for some reason. I've been a big fan of you guys since both your OG source for days. Love you, BBBB Woolies. Katie from Orlando, Florida. Hashtag humble brag. Thank you so much, Katie. Um, well, thank you, Katie. And thank you so much, everyone who's listening, for listening to this show. Mike, do you have any plurgs? Fuck, man. Uh-oh. You know I do. Yeah, of course. It's all right. I'll give you a second. Thank you so much. I know on the 21st... I have to say that's the return of the Friends and Friends show. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, a lot of you guys come out to that every month, and we're doing that on the, uh, again on the 21st. We have a ticket link already up on Eventbrite, so you got like a week and a day to buy tickets for that. Uh, tonight I'm at the Sycamore Tavern, and I have a call with VidCon about exciting things. Um, exciting change on the 14th. I'm playing basketball. Uh, heavy, heavy, low, low show <laughs> is Sunday night <clears throat> on the 17th. Uh, I'm going to be in Laguna, but I'm not exactly sure 
where on the 19th, I'll be in Chino Hills at the Dirty Penguin. Go on MikePelzone.com for banter updates. And then on the 20th, I'm very honored to say that I'll be headlining a show in the belly room of the world-famous comedy store. Oh, that's great. R.I.P. Mitzi Shore. I never got to meet Mitzi Shore, but I like to think that she would have looked at me and told me to fuck right off (laughs) coming from this YouTube stuff. Have you watched the Gary Shandling documentary yet? I watched the first half of it. Okay, Dude, there's this one point. And forgive me if I said this to you already. No, that's fine. Where Gary Shandling's, they're going through his journals. That's like the whole thing. Yeah. At the point in his career where like me and Elliot also are. Uh-huh. Like trying to get past at clubs and constantly thinking about stand up and worrying about if we're funny enough and shit. And it's crazy. It's like uncomfortable and invasive how, how much it matches up with a lot wow. of the things we talk about all the time. That's um, crazy. On the 23rd, I'm getting my car fixed. And then if we go to the 27th. That's when my car payment is due. Oh, great. And that'll kind of do it for April right now. But I'm always adding new stuff. Uh, I'm going to update MikeFalzone.com, Squarespace sites, um, hashtag. This is a bit. Smash Mouth's all star, but every lyric is dip dip <laughs> Sir, we have a telegram coming in. We're trying to decipher it. What do you hear? <laughs> it says the ship The ship is in the heart of rock and roll. They say the um, I, I just have, um, Valley Folk cool shit every Wednesday night on twitch.tv slash the Valley Folk. The Valley Folk does some cool games live with you guys. Hopefully Mike will join us for that sometime. Sure. Every, it's in, every uh, Wednesday. Uh, Arizona. Arizona. We're going to, thanks for uh, the segue. We're actually going, we're going to be performing in Phoenix, Arizona at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy on 5350 East High Street in Phoenix, Arizona. And you can get your tickets on Ticketfly. Just type in the Valley Folk um, in there. And, uh, yeah, Sunday, April 29th is when we're performing there. So come see us live. We're doing, like, a little meet and greet after. We'll hang out. We'll tell jokes and have fun. Awesome. And uh, we got a lot of stuff planned. The the folks and I were just talking about what we're going to be doing, and we have a lot of really fun stuff planned. So, Get those tickets before they're gone, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys there if you're in Phoenix. That'd be great. Also, uh, East Coast, I'm coming home from June like 12th to the 20th, and I'm going to set up a bunch of shows. So clear your calendars, please. Do that. That sounds great. For me. Um, Well, guys, that's it for us. Um, Don't forget to go to patreon.com slash the Valley Folk and help uh, help the Valley Folk um, out if you can, if you can spare some coins. Yeah. because that would help a lot. We're, we got some really cool stuff planned and coming up, and May is our official launch. We have a good show that we're going to do weekly that I hope you really love. It'll kind of satiate the the want of like kind of the the nostalgia of the old source fed days, but with a bunch of new fun stuff that I think you guys are really going to like. Yeah, um, very exciting and stuff. If you need a little palate cleanser from all that good stuff, you can watch Mike in the morning <laughs> <laughs> every Tuesday, and it di- um. Never Friday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great show. I've been featured on that show. You have. I like it a lot. You put a lot of work the into it. The highest viewed episode is the one where you did the fake advertisement. <laughs> that one's really fun, man. Yeah. Uh, I love Guy that Fadooli. character. Guy Faduli. He can come back Dude Maguli. Dude Maguli. <laughs> <laughs> 
dude Baguli guy for guy Forelli. Uh, I don't know. I I think that's a fun character that I kind of want to keep doing. Yeah, on, on your stuff and in yeah, yeah, yeah. Valley Folk stuff. But anyway, guys, this was kind of an especially long episode, and that's a treat for all of us. Thank you fun. so much. Had a good time. I've, I've been kind of down for the past couple days, so, so this, is, this has been very nice. Yeah, me too, man. Let's do it next time when we're sad. Let's do it next time. Yeah, yeah, the, fully sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you hungry? You want to get some food? I'm a little hungry. Great. Let's get some food. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time on Dynamic Banter. Dip, 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 d